some adjustments but Jackie Bradley Jr. pops it up long run for Cabrera and he made the play oh, he... this is Brandon Lockridge and you're listening to the Bronco Tachos Yo, what's up, everybody, and welcome to the newest edition of the Bronx Machachos Podcast. I'm your host, Mark, and like Aaron Judd says, it's time to bring out only the best to play. So we got David. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the circus. And we got Alex. Hello, everybody. How's everybody doing tonight? All right, everybody. You guys know the drill. Rate, review, like, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Odyssey, Amazon, all places where you get your podcasts your podcast platforms. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube on the five reasons network, don't forget to hit that like button and don't forget to hit that subscribe button as well. Um, like always, this first segment is brought to you by SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to browse, find, and buy your tickets for all spring training, sporting events, concerts, regular events, you know, you name it, they got it. Use our promo code Bronx Muchachos, all capitals to get your discount on your first order. Uh, boys, we're gonna, you know, when we we're talking earlier this week, we we're gonna. It was seemed like we we're having a lot of good conversations. And then today, kind of just a lot of just some bad, some bad karmas out there. Injuries galore, man. I mean, you got Kane Lee missing the beginning of the season. You got Rodon missing the beginning of the season. What did Raider went down with the oblique injury today? What's going on, boys? Alex, I'll let you. I'll let you run with this first. What do you? What are your thoughts? What? Do you, what's, how are you feeling about this? Are you happy at least it's spring training, not, not towards the end of the season? Um, I'm okay with everything else. I'm like, whatever. It's just the Rodon one. I'm like, it's kind of, it's that's the one that's really, really disappointing for me right now because the way it's sounding, like I'm right now in that area that I'm preparing for worse. And not, I'm not going to prepare for the best right now because the way and I heard the news and I read it, it's, yeah, I know they're saying he's gonna possibly be back and all that kind of stuff, but we know the we know the track record and all that kind of stuff when it comes to this. And it sounds like a Tommy John, like it's like I'm looking at it like that way and like yeah, it sucks because our farm is not that deep when it comes to starting pitching right now. We're not strong when we need it to be, where, where we need it to be. Like it's it's scary. It's a little scary right now. Like. Hey, remember what last week was it we were just talking about, or the week before, whatever, about um and Domingo? Well, guess what? They're both starting now. <laughs> like, let's just be there. We had that. We were having the debate like a couple of. I don't know if it, I remember if it was last week or the week before, guys. But like last week, yeah. But that's last week. yeah. There, there we go. But that's one hundred percent there now. Like what? You got Debbie, Warren, Vasquez, like Vasquez, I mean, my bad. I'm like, come on. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then 
It's a it's gonna be a real test for the Yankees right now, okay? Because when we get to the trade deadline, they're gonna have to figure out what they're gonna do at that point. Are they going to go out there and bite the bullet? Like we could try to do something now with IKF, hopefully. But if we don't, we gotta drop bite the bullet and do some sort of magic trade for us to so that we're good to go. Because I don't know. I'm right now at the area. Worst case scenario, we are having real done up for the season, in my opinion. Well, um, Alex, I assure you with something, Rodon's not going to be out for the season. So let just go off the ledge a little bit. Um, yeah, injuries suck. Flat out simple English. Uh, Trevino is looking to be out longer than Canely and Rodon. They're guessing uh, mid-May for him. Um, but with Rodon, the UCL wasn't affected. It was the brachial uh, ligament that was the problem and not the UCL. So it was Aaron Boone the other day, Northport, when they were playing Braves, pretty much saved him from having Tommy John surgery because he told him not to throw as hard as he can. He told him to back off. He was hitting between 91 and 84 miles an hour. Had Rodon been throwing full strength? Yeah, absolutely. This is probably a Tommy John scenario. Um, as of today, for 10 days of no throwing and see what happens, hopefully he gets better. Um, but as far as right now, five in the road and Herman number four, in my opinion. And then into the minor leagues, yeah, you got guys like Will Warren, Randy Bass, and Johnny Brito. And then you could – uh, fill in the relief role with a guy that I really like this spring has been Ian Hamilton. He's a non-roster invite, but guy throws gas and has been very impressive this um, this spring training. So there are options in the minor leagues. Are they great? No. Are they unknowns? Yes, but that's why they call them prospects. So we'll just have to wait out and see how it goes, and hopefully these guys can come back when they come back and be 100% healthy and get us through to the playoffs. So... No, I hear I, I agree with what you're saying. Um Rodon Rodon's injury is, stinks. It really does. Um I was I was hoping to at least have our you know four our four horses going starting off the season, but I'd rather I but got to remember something with Rodon. He's never been truly a healthy pitcher. You know, last year I think was the one year that he was that he was was healthy, but he's mm-hmm. never pitched more than two. He's never pitched 200 innings either. So you know, he's already had Tommy John surgery once before. So if we can bite the bullet and just literally is just the forearm strain, that's that's all that needs to be. Give him the rest. Give him the first month off or whatever and then let him come back and let him pitch, let him pitch from May on. Um, you know, we got Seve. We got got Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole looked good the other day. Nestor, Nestor looks fine. And I think with the with that cutter that that uh, Clark Schmidt has. I think that's going to be a nice, that's a nice addition to his repertoire. That should be a game changer for him because his four, because his four seam wasn't doing anything against lefty. So this cutter can do something there. Domingo can, can pitch. I mean, these could also, those guys could also be um, auditions for other teams as well. Cause once, once we can start getting people back, then you can kind of start taking a look on, okay, well, are we going to keep them? Or are we not going to keep them? And to Alex's point about making deals, I wouldn't even wait to the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't wait. Right. I wouldn't wait. Then you know you got make. You're making your phone calls to Colorado. Making your phone calls out to Los Angeles to the Dodgers mm-hmm. with IKF. Get that six million going there. 
Um, you know, take whatever take whatever's back comes back. I mean, it's a it's you you get you get a little salary relief. Then you figure on what you're going to do. I mean, the the oblique injury to Bader is going to be an issue. Yes. Um, because that because an oblique injury that's going to linger that lingers throughout the season. Mm-hmm. You remember a few years ago with Judge, he had an oblique injury yep. and he couldn't pull the ball at yep. all. You know, Brett he Gardner could. had more home runs. That, <laughs> Brett Gardner had more home runs that season yeah, than Aaron exactly. Judge did. Exactly. So, you know, whatever power power supply we thought that Bader was going to provide, I have a feeling that's now you cut that in half. Mm-hmm. So if you, if people were, were sitting there going, give him he's he's a twenty home run guy, just look at him for ten home runs. That's what, and don't expect to pull power. Just think of him opposite field all all day every day. Um, okay. I think, I, yeah, I mean, I think that that I mean this injury for for Bader, I think, really opens the door, and they keep they keep Dominguez in camp as long as they possibly can to help get him push him forward a lot more so he can get through double a get him into triple a a lot faster i think that's i think that's the move now is that you're moving that you're, or, or, or even elijah dunham yeah i'm yeah when it comes to the, that one i'm not really stressing that one out like at all because i'm over i was over here on the camp anyway saying that we were not gonna keep that he's just there he's just basically like that stop until until it's time to move up Dominguez or whatever, and then he's gonna be out of here. Like he's he wasn't gonna be here long anyway. I was never in that camp. But back to like the Rodon area. Uh, you're saying making trades, and I agree with you to work on that. When do who, and when do we start trying to look at the free free agency, see, see who's out there still in the market to see to go for that. I mean, you, I, I the only way the Yankees are gonna look at free agency right now is if they move salary. Because we, I, the Yankees are right at the yeah. two ninety two or two ninety three border uh, number right there. I think mm-hmm. there's there's like two a couple hundred thousand. Yankees are a couple hundred thousand dollars underneath it right now. Okay. So there's no there's no moves that are ha- there's no signing a free agent yeah. until you get rid of salary. So once once you once you figure on what a beta, know. you know, yeah, once you figure out what you're doing with IKF, once you figure out what you're doing with Labor Torres, once you figure out what you're doing with. A don, you know, but we're gonna say Donaldson. Forget, but Donaldson forget that part. Then, if you had a choice, though, if you had to look at the free agency, or is there anyone that you would want to look at? Then, you know, the numbers wise, they could, they could, they'll, they'll do something. They could always do something, even if they did go over a little, little over. They'll go, they went over. It's the Yankees. They don't care. They'll do it. Oh no, Hal Steinbrenner cares. <laughs> Remember, Hal Steinbrenner cares. There's sometimes in case emergency. Would, yeah. Who would you do? There's only one, there's one name out there that I that that you I would I would take a chance on, but it's not going to happen. Who? You know the name as well as I do. It'd be Trevor Bauer. That's the only name I'd take a chance on. Really? Just because 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 he's got a track record. He's got a track record where he can, where he is a top he is a top of the line pitcher. <sighs> but I but I know that's not going to happen. I think we could put. I th- I'm not even thinking Trevor. I'm actually I'm over here thinking Dylan Bundy. You thinking, thinking Dylan Bundy? Dylan yeah, Bundy? yeah. I mean, Dylan why not? Why not? Why not? Why we got? Like, okay, I understand the Trevor Bauer. Why not though? Why don't we try it? Like, come on. Even if he, even if it was, he has the starting just, just for the fact that he has at least starting pitching ability or not ability, but um, He's not experience. That good. I'm not saying he is, but at least he has experience. Like Trevor Barr, we're gonna be waiting a lot longer for that. At least this guy, we could have him for like a little bit and get rid of him right away. 
well, they're that, not going to need to replace. Case, why, why not get, why get Matt Harvey while you're at it, too? There we go. See, that's another He's one. He's pitching in Japan right now. He's a free agent, I thought. He's pitching, well, Matt Harvey's pitching for for the for Team Italy right now is what he's doing. He's pitching over in Japan. Or whatever he's doing. He's not playing an MLB. And they don't need to go onto the free agent market and find a replacement for Rodon. They, they have Clark and those are, your, those are the two guys that are going to take over from Montas and Rodon until they get back. So you don't need to access free agent market for, for pitching. So there's. No, you're right. No, you're right about that. But I still, but, you know, going by what he, what Alex was saying, I mean, if, if worse comes, I mean, if worse comes to worse with Rodon, that it, this thing lingers out longer, then we're going to need to figure something else out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I have faith. I mean, I'm, bullpen wise, I'm not worried about the bullpen. We Yankees, Yankees are producing arms to, for the bullpen left and right. I mean, um, you know, you know, Kaley out. It's not. It's not. It's it stinks, but it's not a. It's not a death nail. We knew Efros wasn't going to be was going to be out because of the Tommy John surgery he had last year, and mm-hmm. all the other guys that are out right now. It's not. Not a death nail because you can always the Yankees always produce and find somebody that can fill in that role, especially with high velocity and that sweeping slider. So, yeah. Um, but hey, let's stop. Let's stop being all crying then, and let's put put it this way: you guys were at the game this past week. Why don't you guys tell us tell yep, about the game at the stadium? Yeah, go for it. You go first, Dave. It it was great. Um, it was awesome. It's always a great time being there. Just, you know, wish I didn't have to drive back the same night because my son absolutely was going out of his mind um, going down there. He made it through the first two hours. And then after that, it was, he wanted out of his car seat and everything else. So had that all going on. But um, yeah, it was a great time. Great seats right behind home plate. Uh, shout out to Wandy for hooking us up with these tickets, uh, first of all, before we go any further. Um so it was a great experience and found out two days later that Harrison Bader was actually standing at the end of the aisle next to where sitting yeah, who he was in street clothes. And then two days later, she said, she's sending me uh, a picture of him. She's like, this I was standing next to him. But it was a great time to see Volpe in action, got to see Peraza in action. So it was it was just great all around to be there. And speaking so, of games, Danny was there from, today. From, yeah, but from when you saw though, what did you from what you were seeing at the game? What did you see like from the from the players? Like, how, how, like did anyone impress you? A, who, who impressed? Who impressed you the most? Volpe, and I think they need to find a way to put Anthony Volpe on this roster. Okay, without a doubt, they they cannot send him back to the minor leagues. He and. Seeing him, I mean, I saw him last year when he came in and backed up um, at like an 11-8 ball um, against the Tigers um, when he wasn't a non-roster invite. Now that he's actually getting playing time, there's no reason why this kid should have to go back to AAA. Not after what I, what Mark and I saw the other day. That's just my opinion. All right. How about Mark? You, you, you were at that same game? Yeah. 
I'll take a different spin on that, Dave. I think that having Volpe down in AAA is just fine for the beginning. I six weeks, six to eight weeks max. He needs to be in AAA. Uh, he didn't when he first went up to AAA. He wasn't. He didn't light the world on fire. Um, and there's always some things to work on, especially getting everyday reps. Because you got to remember something. We're talking to to put Volpe in tri- on the on the major league roster right now. A bunch of things have to happen. You have to get rid of two infielders at minimum, two of them, and you got to make sure that everybody you're getting back that there's nobody else to be. There's no one else coming on the forty man roster because he's not a forty man roster guy. So give the give a few weeks. Yep. Give six, I think, six to eight weeks. I think you give you put him in in AAA. Give him every day at bats. You give you let him split time. You give him a couple days at couple days at, at short, a couple days at second, a couple days at third, possibly. Let him let him get get comfortable in all three different positions. Then you could then you have the ability to bring him up, if, especially if he's hitting two like in the two fifties two two sixty range, mm-hmm. and still and still showing power, still still showing speed. Then then that's that. Then you can turn around, and if you haven't traded IKF already, if you haven't traded Torres already, if you haven't traded you know uh, Donaldson, which I'm still saying he's not getting traded at not at the twenty one million dollar range. Then you have the ability to bring him. Then you, then he can come in there, and then you can have Peraza, who, by everyone's everyone's account, he it's the short it, he his it's his job to lose, and he's doing nothing to lose that job. I mean, he had a little foot injury, and he's come back from that just fine. He's still ripping. He was ripping the ball. We were, I was watching the game today. He was ripping the ball. Danny can talk about that more when in a little bit, but Peraza shows nothing. You know, to to not be the shortstop, I think Volpe will be plays up better at you know all of his talents and all the skills play up at second base, and having the two of them right then and there, boom, that's your that's your middle infield and that's a 15 year middle infield right there. Um, I still like what I saw. I, I like what I saw in Dominguez at the game. Um, you know, his route running is still little little shaky, but you're talking about a 20 year old who. Just to, just turned twenty. He's a month, you know, mm-hmm. turned twenty a month ago, and but he's but he's commanding the outfield better. Like there was a pop up that was in short center field, and you saw everyone converging, and he was the one to take charge and get the ball. So mm-hmm. I like that. I like the the strike zone. I mean his his ability to um to control the strike zone is far beyond his years, far beyond his years, man. And he's and he's doing this on both sides of the plate. It's not just one side is far ahead of the other side. So. I'm impressed where we saw we saw a nice we saw a nice home run from Trey Sweeney. Um, that the, the power from him left the power impressive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that power impre- is impressive. Uh, he looks he's he'll look a lot better at third. You know, he's a big he's a big like yeah. not big not big like what he's like he's wider but he like he's bulky. He's tall. Yeah, but he's gonna look good. At, he's yeah. gonna look good. At the third he's got base. some size to him. And and Danny, you were at a whole you were at today's yeah. game, so. Same question that I asked the guys. Who at today's game impressed you, and what did you see that from the whole team that impressed you as well? I'll lead off with who didn't impress me, and that was Tyler yeah. Darnish. That was, that was pretty bad. <laughs> pretty bad. <laughs> He's got, what, a 96 ERA? I, I don't know what it was, but it was it was pretty bad. Uh, there was no getting around that. So, I, was, in, in I was actually – yeah, I was actually sitting with Mario Gomez and uh, John Monaco, who, oh, who no, does a I'm lot kidding. of really good. Yeah, who does a lot of great content for for Twitter. Both of them actually, 
and we're just talking about Danish and, uh, you know, he, he throws a heavy ball, but it wasn't heavy today. It was, <laughs> it was a balloon for a lot of those guys. But um, in terms of Volpe and Peraza both turned two double plays. It could have been three, but Rafael Saldana or Saldano Rafael, whatever, that Red Sox prospect, he's got like 80-grade speed. And he was running to first on the third potential one, and Volpe kind of pulled it. Uh, but they looked really good up the middle. Both looked really smooth. Peraza pulled the ball foul today. And uh, I just ha- I had a feeling that at bat he was going to put, you know, a charge into one. And he did a pretty good – he made an actually pretty good adjustment and uh, uh, pulled one past the third baseman. So um, Peraza looked really good today. Judge looked natural and left. Um I, I kind of want to see a little bit more of Rafael Ortega. Is anybody shocked? No, exactly. Yeah, come on. Like, he, he's a stud um, wherever you put him. But I want to see a little bit more of Rafael Ortega. Um, he had a couple good at-bats today. Um, the fact that Bader's down with an injury, I'm not sure if you guys touched upon that or not. But We did, but Bader's, we can let you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I kind of want to see a little bit more of, of him. Willie Calhoun is, like, short, like Jose Altuve short. But the power is there. You could just see it in a swing. It's extremely aggressive. The the bat speed is there. Donaldson doesn't look good. He's he's lost. I feel like he's lost. Um, Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Watching him in person. Let me put yeah, on my shocked face. Yeah. I, I wish I wish that wasn't the case. But I mean, it's still spring training. We're only two weeks into it. Um. But I kind of went roundabout there, thinking about everything that happened today. It's been a really long day for me. But Volpe and Peraza, both of them extremely athletic up the middle defensively. And uh, I'm excited to see what they're both going to do at the big league level. Yo, can you tell tell me, because I, I saw the video of it, but can you tell me the, the Dominguez home run, that three-run shot? Yes, please. Oh, it was a bomb. <laughs> that was a tank. It was it an was... absolute nuke. <laughs> ridiculous all right uh, how, how to, loud yeah. how loud really was it when you were there hearing it no it, it was loud yeah man it just, it, the ball just jumps off his bat it's, it's ridiculous um i want to kind of i didn't get a chance to take pictures of him in center but he is just a commanding presence out there dave and mark you guys saw it but he's he's getting oh, yeah. there and for him to be 20 years old to to be where he's at is really impressive Really impressive, and Andres Chaparro, oh my gosh, that dude is so, a tank too. Yeah. Oh yeah, Chaparro's a big boy. Go ahead, go ahead, Dave. Go ahead, Dave. So, I, I I need to get this off my chest because I've been festering with this for, you know, probably since Saturday after the game. You know, there, there's a lot of this. Uh, hoopla on Twitter. I know Alex says Twitter is not a real place. I agree with him, but nonetheless, you still got, you know, don't care about you, Twitter. (laughs) um, Couch GMs at home saying that Dominguez needs to be traded now for Brian Reynolds. Let me explain something all on Twitter that want Dominguez traded for Brian Reynolds. Um, Jason Dominguez is the kid's 20 years old here because like, you know, switch hitters are a plethora in major league baseball. Cause there's just a ton of them sitting around, sitting around, right? 16 at 438 batting average, three home runs, 
seven RBIs, one stolen base, and an OPS of 1.526. You are not trading this. Especially for Brian Reynolds, who's got 15 at-bats, a 67, an 067 batting average, and a 192 OPS. So stop with the whole Jason Dominguez needs to get traded nonsense. So enough. Stop. It's not happening. Jason Dominguez is probably the second coming of Bernie Williams with some insane power behind it. And he is not used to the idea of Brian Reynolds not coming here. You all want Brian Reynolds here because someone somewhere in the Pirates organization was like, this guy's the second coming of God. He's not. Hate to break it to you, but he's not. So stop. Hey, hey, Dave, don't worry, bro. Don't worry. They would have traded Mickey Mantle if they had the chance. <laughs> oh, no Twitter kidding. was around in 1950. Exactly. It's exactly. 100%. They would have been saying, get rid of Mickey Mantle before you even came up. Come on, don't worry about Jared it. Derek Jeter would have been traded. Mariano exactly. exactly. Don't even pay Mariano. Mariano was almost traded. Exactly, in real life. Yeah. And that would have yeah. been a, a huge, a huge fumble. For Freddie Vermeer. <laughs> Yeah, whatever yeah, but, that is, right? Yeah, but I'll say one thing. I'll, I'll the the whole Twitter the, the whole Twitter thing and everybody talking about. Well, before you go, before you go out, I get where I, I understand where Dave what Dave's saying. I, I've been on this bandwagon where forget trading Dominguez, but I see where I understand where where the fan base is coming from, where they want to win now. They're they're in a win now mode. But don't forget, Dominguez was available for the for the Luis Castillo for Luis Castillo. I think he was available when it came down to trying to get Juan Soto. So when you when the name comes available, then you're sitting there going, okay, well, if he's available for these guys, then he's got to be available for somebody else and we can make this deal and 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 can make this and get the team to to number 28. I see where it's coming from. I don't want Brian Reynolds. He's I don't I at Brian Reynolds is what 20 correct me if I'm wrong, Danny, I know you know the age. I think he's 28, 28 or 27, 27 28. 25 he was Brian, born so he would be yeah, he's almost 30. He's 28. Yeah. Yeah. So for three years of control of Brian Reynolds, I would rather take the hiccups that Dominguez will give me because the potent the potential is astronomically higher. Absolutely. Astronomically <laughs> higher. I mean, I I'll tell you one thing. I went to minor league games last year. I went to minor league games the year before when Dominguez first showed up in low A ball. And the ball, the bat, the ball was coming off the bat differently in low a ball than everybody else that he was that was playing so just take that into into effect and this is before all the changes that the yankees made with him in that during that offseason so i like what i see there i think that up the, that triangle of the middle of shortstop second center field of crosset short volpe at second dominguez in center field 15 years i'm good i'm happy i'm good i'm good even if you have to move dominguez to left sick. field at some point even if you have to move Dominguez to, to left field at some point to make way for either Spencer Jones or Brandon Maia, I'm good to go. I'm good, yeah. man. I mean, I've said I've said it on the podcast, trade Dominguez for Reynolds. But that was prior to me seeing Jason Dominguez <laughs> and, and seeing what this kid does because it is absolutely impressive. Brian Reynolds wishes, praise to, to the baseball gods, he could he could be even remotely close to what J- Jason Dominguez does on this field, and he, he's doing it against big league competition. He's doing it against minor leaguers. It, it doesn't matter who's on the mound. Jason Dominguez no. is gonna hit you, and, <laughs> and it's gonna be from both sides of the plate. He's gonna take you deep from both sides of the plate. And Mark and I spoke about this. Yeah. 
Go for it. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. When we spoke about his swing from the left side. I was a little bit – I was like, hey, there's a little bit of a hitch there with his hands when he loads. But as the course of the spring has gone on, I feel like it's gotten quieter. That left-handed swing has gotten a little bit better. Um, mm-hmm. So it, the, it's translating to power from the left side. Imagine that in Yankee Stadium. <laughs> like, Dave, you said Bernie Williams, bro. He, if he's consistent and – he does everything he needs to do. He has a higher ceiling than Bernie. And yeah, I, I wouldn't go. I was just I, making I, the reference yeah, to 100%. Bernie because of because of center field and the way like the way I remember Bernie no, you, no, 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 you you want a bigger reference? It's Mickey Mantle, center field, Mickey Mantle. No. That's what you're gonna get. You're gonna get a reference for that guy. The He's way he plays too. the game. That's the what way you're he plays the game. And the way he the way he plays the game and the way he carries himself in center field reminds me of Bernie. That's why I have. The vision yeah, of Bernie Williams Bernie 2.0. Play. I never saw Mickey Mantle. Yeah. <laughs> There's videos. <laughs> I mean, he was only an all-star, a couple of World Series, and a couple of gold gloves. You know, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bernie's a great cop. Yeah. Latinos. Oh, no, but when, no, 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 no. But like, when, it comes to, when it comes to the whole thing about um, to Dominguez, though, 1,000%. Anyone who's thinking about trading Dominguez for Dominguez, I'm um, trading with Dominguez for anything, anything. You're smoking crack. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it straight up. Like it's that you're 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 not on the right planet right now. I'm sorry. You're you're either a Yankee troll or whatever it is, but because you're not a true fan, because you're not looking at anything that's going on in this organization. And if you and are looking other- at anything in this, if you are looking at anything with this organization, it's probably in the dumpster of Yankee Stadium because it's not on the field. <laughs> but like and I the said, other like thing I said- I've been seeing too. The other thing I've been seeing too, sorry, Mark, I didn't mean to step on you. But the other thing I'm seeing too is, oh, the Dodgers need a shortstop. Well, give them Oswald Peraza and keep IKF. It's like, all right, just stop, stop right now. Just no, I've, stop. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard the other way. Take your where, fan where, cards. Yeah. No, I've heard. No, I don't know. Why, I don't know why anybody wants to give up. Here's my thing. If we, we want to talk, no. talk about, we want to talk about about fan base. You got certain. You got some. I think you got certain people that keep that. That kind of pump that are pumping up uh, Volpe a lot, and they kind of and Peraz is kind of being pushed into the background. When Peraz's glove is much better, I don't want you know it's so much better than than Volpe's at shortstop. There, if you want to do offensive offensively, Volpe's got a bet a better bat, but we're talking not much better. Just just like Peraz has got a better glove, but not much much better. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a he's a Definitely, it's a step above. The glove is uh, much is much better. I, I'm sorry, it's a couple steps ahead of Volpe's because even even a uh, Cabrera's glove is better than Volpe's for shortstop. But Vol- where Volpe's that. where Volpe comes in better is that he's got a better bat. So, so you would say basically one's an A A minus and one other one's a B plus. I think you got glove wise. I think you're you're gonna go with with Peraz as an A. Corbera is an A minus and Volpe is a B plus. Yeah, that's that's how I, that's how I, that's how I rate them at short at shortstop glove wise. Mm-hmm. The, the thing that Volpe has that Cabrera per, potentially doesn't have at short is the range. Um, and I, I, Volpe is very rangy at short, and he's going to be extremely rangy at, at second. Oh yeah, um, which it's is going to be a, a benefit. Yeah, 100%. he's going to play so much better, especially with the with the shift being banned. Like the the range that because because Peraza could get to everything, 
He can he that those we saw it we saw it in the playoffs. We saw that he could do this in the most stressful circumstances, and it didn't bother him one bit. So just put the guy there, let him play. Just and every the fan base will be happy with what they see there. His battle his battle come around. He adjusts every every step of the way, every part part of the minor leagues he's ever been to. He always adjusts. He always gets he always gets better where he goes. Volpe Volpe will will impress you at second base. The range there, and you got two guys under twenty five playing your middle middle infield, and and you're gonna have the plenty of range, especially when you're when you got guys like you know DJ. We're all, we're all talking DJ's range is kind of is being limited now because he's up there in, in age. He's not gonna be able to get to the balls that he's that he once was getting to. So give me give me all give me those two guys right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Give me those two guys. We're good. This is just really exciting stuff. I think all Yankee fans really should be is. excited. <laughs> it is. Well, you know, the I can't only remember thing the last time we had this many prospects that were this good. I really can't remember of a time where well, we had well, this many prospects well, we, that were this good. Well, we we did that. We had that. We had that already. We had that about the last ten ten years ago. We we everyone thought that the that the prospects that were coming up were going to be this good. When you had uh, Judge, you had Torres, we had Andujar, we had Gary, we had Greg Bird, you know, Sevy. Sevy. The you know Clint Frazier, the list goes on. Justice Sheffield, the list goes on and on. Chance Adams, people. Well, Chance Adams was, I think, was that good. But people were were thinking highly of Chance Adams. We had that once before. It was the Yankee hype train built those guys up. Yep. You know what I mean? Like this is not a hype train though. No, this it's not. Yeah, this, this is total, This is a totally different. You're you're you're, you're you're right. That this isn't a hype train, but. But every but there's it, a book, it, there was books it, written about those it, guys already. Give it by middle of the season, they're gonna you know the media is gonna hide them up really, really well. And they're gonna be if they're not there, they're gonna be bounced. They're gonna people are gonna be like banging on those doors to have them start coming up. You went another you get two you get two months of Aaron Hicks dropping baseballs in left field or yep. now center or now yep. center field. He's already gonna be, doing gonna, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You get to be two more two more months of that. <laughs> You're gonna be. Everyone's gonna be called. Everyone's hey, gonna hey, call. Hey, Dave, the my shock face. My shock face, yeah, Dave. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, two more months. Two months of that, and then you're gonna. Everyone's gonna be calling for Dominguez to buy, bypass AAA and bring him straight up to the majors. You know, Glaber mm-hmm. Torres is not running out of baseball down first baseline. They're gonna yep. be calling for Volpe to be called up in the, the first three first three games. Yep. Is that you know? You know, everyone. Every one of us knows that's gonna happen. So, it's gonna be insufferable. Oh, it really is. But don't. But for, 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 Dimin- you, Dan- for you, Danny, is it going to be insufferable for you? Yeah, because I manage a lot of the Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter loves well, Danny, man. Go- I'm telling you. <laughs> Twitter loves we, Danny. We double team this thing, and it's going to be miserable. <laughs> yeah. Just let those let those boys let those kids play, man. Get let let Dominguez start off in a cold weather city. Because that's what that's that's the next that's the next his next challenge. He's got to you got to see how he starts off in in cold weather. He's always been in warm weather. You got to see how he does in cold weather. Yep. They got a little bit of a taste of it last year in Double A. Scranton. Yeah, but that's Scranton. Trenton. He went to he went to he went to Trenton, but I mean he didn't start the season when it was cold. Yeah, he. But I'm saying, but he he didn't start the season when it was cold. There is what I'm saying. Yeah, you. I you want him. You want him in April. You want him in April there when it's cold, where it's still cold. Yeah, let him. Let him do it. Fifty degrees. You want to have him there doing it then instead of over like you know when the regular season that they were like in Detroit and all that kind of stuff like when it's yeah. 
beginning of the season where it's usually cold. <laughs> taking 95 off the thumbs when it's 50 degrees out. Exactly. See how that feels. Mm. Nope. It's a whole different. It's whole different start than being down in the DR or playing playing down in Florida. Starting to, starting your minor league crazy. You got to get master, master that level. Then it's then the sky's the limit. One yeah. thing I do want to say is is their mentality. Like just all three of them. I'm, I'm gonna group it all together because they've they've had similar success. Dominguez is obviously a little bit um, more prolific, but. The, they're not intimidated being on the big league stage in spring. Like, they don't look scared. Peraza looks like he belongs. Volpe, like, all these dudes have the, the correct mentality to withstand the highs and lows that come with being a big league ball player because there's going to be a lot more lows than there are highs. And, and it just seems like they're, they're steadfast. They're not – you don't see Dominguez jumping up around after a homer. He's not bat flipping after a homer. You don't see Volpe doing the same thing or Peraza. These dudes are, are pros, and they're ready to deal with the highs and lows that come with it. Yeah, and one more thing about Volpe before we get into pitching. Um, you know, Judge already came out and said it. If you have the tools and the ability to, to be good – then you should be playing for the New York Yankees and not in the minor leagues. So I don't know if I'm reading between the lines on that, but this is why I think Volpe starts the year in New York because of that statement that Judge made the other day. I don't uh, think I, Volpe I think, starts the year in AAA. I just don't. I just don't see it. I think Judge has a lot of pull, but I don't think he has that much pull. Well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see that, what happens. That's going to take a lot of work for Brian Cashman. To, to get him on no, the main roster, and, and and especially the fact that you want him to you you want Volpe up here playing every day. You don't want him sitting the bench. So it's it's like they said it's more it's that's multiple it's multiple trades that have to happen multiple. So why not and and so you're talking service time too. So every team still does the service time. I don't care about that. That's that's we a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, we need to. It's ridiculous. It's but, stupid. But you you want you want you, you want Volpe for the six years. You want him for a little for more than that. I want him for seven. That's what I'm saying. Easy day. I don't so think if Anthony are... Volpe ends up if Volpe ends up coming up, I don't think Volpe sees free agency. I I, I don't think the Yankees have happens. to the, the, first. The Yankees have to change the way that they do business in order for that to happen. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, true. Yeah. So. So well, as of right now, I'd rather give, give me give me the seven give me seven years of him, and just and give him better contracts. So, you know, give him give him the better better contracts as he moves up. But I think that you give him every day at bats AAA because he still needs mm-hmm. to conquer that because he hasn't conquered that one. And you give him time at third base. You give him time at second base. Whereas you because you want him when he's up here comfortable in, in the position that he's going to be in. That's where it's been because he's been playing nothing but shortstop his entire minor league career, and I, and it's gonna he's gonna have I, I I truly believe to be fully successful he should be at second base. I still right. I, when we had Paul on that one time when we were talking about all this I still believe that Vol, that minute Praza does something wrong <clears throat> they're gonna push Vol, they'll push Volpe into into shortstop, and I, even though I don't believe that that Volpe should be at shortstop, but that's that's my personal opinion on the on the matter. But I think that you give Volpe every chance to get to second base, to get him into the big leagues at second base, because mm-hmm. you can move you can move uh, Labor Torres for minimum of middle rotation piece. 
Glaber can give you middle middle rotation or back end rotate back end of the bullpen. So, with that said, you can move Glaber, you can move you can move IKF, and then you got Volpe right there, and you have you have Cabrera and you have DJ LeMayu as kind of your your stop you know your backups for the two of them, and you're and you're set to go. Save yourself a bunch of money, and boom. I see. I see. Josh Donaldson um, hoping JD uh, taking his spot. Like, oh, come on! I'm a little injured. Oh no! Go ahead. He really didn't look good today. I can see After... that going on. Donaldson's gonna love it because he's gonna be selling the team and he's gonna be getting days off. <laughs> After that last strikeout, he he had like a five ten minute chat with the coaching staff. I thought he. And, I thought everyone said that he was um you know practicing on the off season and all that kind of stuff and trying to get into. What is this? He looks. Insane. I think there's something wrong with his vision. It's called old age. It might sound ridiculous, oh, but is. I think there might be something wrong with his eyes. I be there's something wrong. You, you can't be that down. bad. <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. I'm gonna double down on the Jose Ramirez comp with with Anthony Volpe. I just the more I see Volpe, the more I see a diminutive dude that's gonna hit you twenty to twenty five to thirty bombs. And gets you 30 bags. And that's what Jose Ramirez does. And he, even though he does it at third base, Jose Ramirez came up as a second baseman. Um, I'm all in on that. The more, And especially the more I see Volpe. Okay. Should we move on to pitching? Yes. All right. Let's do hey. it. Let's rock and roll. Go, Hefe. All right. So, in light of uh, so, it t- takes a nice little little turn, especially in light of of uh, the injuries that that were announced today. So, let's swing. I'm going to swing it around the horn, starting with Danny. So, who do you believe is going to be who Who do you believe is going to be the 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 pitchers for the Yankees? Starting, you know, your starting five, and then in the bullpen. Yeah, so we spoke about this last week. No six-man rotation, okay? Um, <laughs> I had to bring it up since we're talking about it. <laughs> but, That's a joke, um, right? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm dead ass. All right. <laughs> uh, dead culo. But, um, obviously, Cole, he's our ace. Um, Rodon, uh, well, actually, hey, Rodon's not going to be starting the year with us. Um, so, if I were to go into the opening weekend series, uh, Cole, Nestor, Seve, um, top three, with Herman and Schmidt kind of backing them up in that four or five spot. Uh, with the injury to Tommy Canely and to uh, Trevino, that opens up two roster spots. And there's currently two dudes, um, the 40-man roster, where Brian Cashman has no work to do to just simply insert them into the, into the bullpen. And and they they could get big league outs. Um, Matt Crook, wait, that's his name, right? The lefty, Matt yes. Crook, and Jimmy Cordero. Uh, Jimmy Cordero's looked really good this spring. Um, he's he back in the day he was hitting 102, 103 when he came up with uh, I think it might have been Cincinnati, uh, but most recently with the White Sox he was throwing 99 mile per hour sinker. So and he's looked really good this spring. So. Um, I, I probably put Jimmy Cordero, Matt Crook, and then we got the, our regular dudes, Clay Holmes, our boy Wandy, Johnny Lowe, 
Um, and then from there, you kind of you kind of fill it in. Crook, Cordero. I'm kind of blanking on a couple of names there. But you thinking, um, you thinking about Weissert and um, and Matt and King, Marinaccio, uh, my Marinaccio and King, and those that kind of rounds out. Those are the two names I was looking for, Marinaccio and King, and that that rounds out the bullpen. I don't. Weissert's a Fordham Fordham guy. I, you know, I have a soft spot for the our Fordham dudes, but I don't think he has the command right now to crack the big league club. I want to see him be more consistent at AAA and and cut down on the walks, cut down on the long long counts. So I'm going to go on Marinaccio, who looked great today, by the way. Got up to 96. was still in that Frisbee. Um, so that's another guy that that, that impressed me. But, um, yeah, though, though that's who I got going into, into the bullpen and starting rotation. So for my starters, I got the obvious ones, Cole, Seve, Nestor, Domingo, and Schmidt. Bullpen, King, Wandy, Holmes, Lysica, Marinaccio, Weissert, Crook, and Ian Hamilton, who's a non-roster invite, but has thrown the ball extremely well this this spring, even though it's only been three innings, but it's still good stuff. Hides the ball well, straight up over the top guy, compact delivery, and throws a nasty slider, sinker, and fastball. So that's why I got rounding out my bullpen. Well, you muted. Well, damn, you just went in there like quicker. They were like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm Mark, you're muted. Off. Nobody can hear you. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, so before before you go, Alex, I had, do have a question. I'm going to throw it to Dan, Danny, Dave, then I'm going to throw it over to you as well. So with the beginning of the season, it's usually you have a four-man rotation with, all, yeah. with, a, with plenty of off days. So as of right now, we're, everyone's, going, everyone's saying it's going to be Cole, Nestor, Sevi. Who's the fourth guy? Who, out of Domingo and, and Schmidt, who's your fourth? Who's, who's number Mingo. four? Mingo. All right, Dave? Schmidt. Okay, Alex. I'm gonna. I'm assuming that you're that you're in the same boat as pretty much everybody else is right now. But if you're not, go for all yours, brother. No, no, nope. See, like Rodan screwed me over because I was gonna end it with Domingo, but now I'm gonna have to. Now I gotta put Schmidt in there. Sorry, okay. that's gonna be that's gonna all be right. the, that's gonna be the the way it is. But everything else is basically the same thing that's going on. It's like, and you got Mingo like, as your four. You got Mingo as fourth, right? As your four, Mingo's going to be Mingo's my number four, and then I got for number five, I got um, Clark. And then everything. Bullpen. bullpen is basically the same thing. Nothing changes in the bullpen, really. Nothing changes. I only thing I will do change is I will give a better chance for Devi. I will give Devi a chance now. Well, don't forget, Devi's got Devi's got another an option here, so he can go exactly. back down. Exactly. That's why I will give him. I will. I will probably give him a chance and see what he see what he has right now, to see what happens, especially with this whole road on injury going on. It could work out, and then he could just stay there in the bullpen. And if he needs, we need to put him in there for another some sort of injury that happens. He could be ready for next man up. I mean, he's not doing bad this spring. He's you know done two pitched in two games, two point two five ERA, four innings, five strikeouts, and a one point oh whip. So. Yeah, maybe he found it. I don't know. Boom. Look at that. <laughs> 97. I think I think they'll give Debbie. Hey, 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 Mark, you, you know I did good when um, Dave and Danny both opened their eyes. I can shock with that one. 
I think they'll give Debbie a chance over anybody else <laughs> when the season starts. I think Debbie will have first dibs to uh, fill a role in that pen yep. before anybody um, else. Mm-hmm. But we also got to remember too. We also got Albert. We also got Albert Abreu, who they have a soft oh, spot yeah. for for whatever reason. So he's got great. There goes all of our predictions out the window. I hate that you said his name. I didn't want him to see. I'm sorry, his name bro. Right. You know, I'm not even saying sometimes. Name. He's out of options. He, he is. Yeah. Yep. They love him. That's why they brought him back. Yep. They kept him on the postseason roster for God's sake last year. So obviously, He's like this kid for whatever reason. Yeah. Because he's good. He's got great stuff. Good at what? (laughs) Dumpster fires. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Great, great, great at coming. Great at coming up on on the mountain. Is like, oh, great. This game is going to be over. I'm not even going to. Let me go to the bathroom. Oh, look, we're losing. Yay! I hold my breath every time he throws a ball. So it's like when we had Stephen Shreve on the team, man. Oh, Chase and Shreve. Oh Chase and Shreve. Yes. Wow. yes. Well, you don't gotta get his name right. Whatever the guy. Yeah. That, that dude. Guy. Shreve. Yeah. It was bad. The minute he would come in the game, I, I knew I knew it was over with. I was like, he was done, good when he first came over, and then you know, well, I don't know what happened. Like. Guys, 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 hold up, Mark. We haven't heard yours. I was well. Everyone's talking. I was waiting. I'm giving everyone a chance to get 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 it out there. I just right, realized so, that we need to hear from you, though. <laughs> all right. Well, every, everyone is the same thing. So I'm kind of I'm 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 going to be aligned with Dave, where I think that Schmidt's going to be number is the number four, and Mingo's number five. Uh, back in the, the bullpen. Is oh, gonna so be, you're going you're with me though. You're going for five though. Well, no, it's always going to be five. It was, there, I'm not I'm not a six man rotation guy at all. Okay. It's five. It was it's it's Cole Nestor, Sevy, Schmidt. Mingo with Schmidt with uh with Schmidt being the full, being your number four. Um, you know, you got Holmes, you got Luizaga, you got King, you got Marinaccio. I still think Weisert's gonna make the make the make the uh make the team. Um yeah. uh, some of the names I can't even I can't even spit off the top of my head anymore, but I think the bull I, Abreu. Yeah. Yeah, was gonna was gonna be there until they trade him for you know, they trade him for somebody else and they get they get another you know, Cashman will find a diamond in the rough using a braille for something else. Um, no, 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 no. It's going to be more. Uh, uh, we think it's a diamond. It's more of a rough. <laughs> no, yo, we got Trevino. Well, we got Trevino. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. We got Trevino for him. So we got we, platinum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone gives. Remember, everyone gives Cashman a bad rap on a lot of things, and he had a bad. He's had some bad trade. He doesn't win every trade, but he's got. But he finds he finds deals along the way, and he uses those and gets and gets other stuff. I mean, Talkman. He had, we had Mike Talkman for at one at one point, and he was doing really well for us. Another so, guy that comes to mind that he found too was AJ Cole a couple of years ago. A guy that got scooped up off the scrap heap and came here and pitched well, yeah. and then you know DFA'd him two years later for whatever reason. I mean, but well, I mean, his slider got flat. But Didi Gregorius, like he found us. Yeah, uh, you know, found Didi shortstop. I mean, he, he. I mean, he turned. He turned Nestor into, into him, bringing that, getting Nestor back, and they turned Nestor into what Nestor is right now. So, as much as the fan base, you know, does you know, craps on him a lot. The tw- Twitter world wants to wants to ship, you know, send send Cashman off onto a spaceship to, into the middle of nowhere. There are he does do he he's not a bad GM and he's well respected throughout the industry. So, 
we kind of, you know, take the good and the bad as much, you know, as much as we, we do have people trash, you know, we, we trash Boone here too. There is there, he does have good qualities. We do trash wow. Cashman, but you have to give, give, give Cashman his due as well. I mean, well, I Cashman Cashman is... with, who with Boone, Boone Danny, Danny, Danny's the one who can who will help yeah. us out on that one. <laughs> well, funny thing today happened today. It was Boone's birthday. They announced it in like the sixth or seventh inning. And yeah. we're on the first base side and a bunch of Yankee fans saying Aaron Boone, happy birthday today. And he acknowledged us, and that was pretty cool. Like you know, I'm a Boone guy. Yo, did you were you there, were you there early? Did you watch him hit the hit the home run and batting practice? No, I, I got there maybe at twelve thirty today. So uh, once I got to the stadium, I, I was just focused on making content. I was able to get Judge warming up and Schmidt warming up in the bullpen. So that was pretty dope. Um, if you guys you also told us Twitter, you met somebody very interesting today. Oh yeah, I was I was walking out the stadium and uh, met Aaron Judge's dad. So what's up, Mr. Judge? He said, "Hey, what's up?" And I'm like, "All right, cool." <laughs> like, that was pretty cool to see him <laughs> and uh, acknowledge him, and you know, um, yeah, man. So, it, so it he'll be on really the so we, so we getting Judge on the pod next week, right? Next so week, Aaron's yes. coming on next <laughs> week, right? All right? Cool. Yeah, awesome. yeah, he's confirmed. Yeah, I right. to his dad. Dope. His dad said yeah. yes. So yeah, his dad's gonna let him come <laughs> play with us. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> I wish. What a rush that would be. Huh? Oh, man. I wouldn't know what to I probably <laughs> wouldn't be able to talk, to be honest. You and me both. All I know, Danny said uh, Aaron is going to be on next week. So he, you know, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you heard her here. Heard it here first. You heard it here, everybody. You heard it here, everybody. Look out for that YouTube link. It says Aaron Judge on the Broadway Chachos. <laughs> Maybe in a couple years. Who knows? It's clear to everybody that actually thinks we're being serious. Aaron Judge is not coming on next week. What are you talking <laughs> Just, about, man? I'm, you know man. I'm putting it out there now. I'm yeah. going to put it out there. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put yeah. it out there on Twitter. You'll see me tw- You'll see me post it on Twitter. Oh, that's right. I never do. Oh, wow. It's something you don't do. Wow. <laughs> exactly. So I'm not going to do it. <laughs> uh, pitching in the American League East. Where are we putting the Yankees? Number one. <sighs> even, I don't think it's even close. Yeah. No, I, I go. One. Yeah, I go. I go. I, I go. Yankees, Tampa, Toronto, well, Boston, all Baltimore. Tampa really doesn't have a pitching staff, so they pitch. They, they throw their pitchers out there. The they have Shane McClanahan and, and they, who's they had injury hard, problems. Right? Shane Boss, who's had injury problems. They lost Ryan Yarbrough. They they Tampa they find ways. They find they find him. Doesn't matter. They find him all the time. I don't. I it's pitching want pitching pitching with Tampa. They go hand in hand. I never count them out. They'll find. They'll bring. They'll spring someone up that will knock your sock. They'll be a, a revelation to everybody. Just Springs. We never heard of Just Springs in ever. Well, t- he had start, a really good struck Josh Donaldson out on four pitches. Yeah. And then he he had a really good year last year, and then they signed to the extension this year. He's he's a good dude to have in that rotation. Um, but I think it's Yankees. Well, once we get fully healthy, Yankees by a mile, unless Barrios from Toronto has a, a bounce back year. Um, Gosman, Manoa for Toronto, they're good dudes, but they're not quite. Chris Bassett. The Yankees have. And Chris Bassett, yeah, but he's a mid dude. 
I think if you go one through five or one through four with the Yankees, even with the injury to Rodon, um, you, you're still – and Montas, you're still going to go Cole versus Gossman, Cole. Uh, yeah. Nestor versus Betios, Nestor. It's, it's not even close. Uh, Sevy versus Bassett, you're going Sevy. And then who, who's – Ryu's not even coming back. I don't know who's – you know, it's just that end of that rotation is not really uh, popping out for Toronto and the back end of the bullpen maybe it's a push between Romano and Clay Holmes but everybody else Wandy Clay Lowe, Holmes King yeah oh, Clay Holmes you're talking Romano. To, yeah never mind never mind yeah mm-hmm. Clay Holmes Romano's a push I think he might give a slight edge to Romano because he had more saves and was a lot more consistent last year but until Aaron that, Judge it, comes up and faces him yeah exactly <laughs> and hits a walk off homer so yeah, <laughs> Yankees by a mile. Tampa, I I agree with Mark is is there because they find a way. Um, Boston is interesting, especially at the back end with Kenley, and then you have Sale, Pavetta, who pitched well today, um, Kluber. Like those guys have high upside, but I'm not sure if they're going to deliver on that high upside. And then Baltimore is not a very far fifth from Boston because. The high upside with Baltimore is, is you know, at least eighty-five well, wins. Yo, the thing yeah, with Baltimore Baltimore's is everybody, everyone's coming. Stud pitchers coming up though. Dude, yeah, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, Grayson Rodriguez, I think, is going to break camp with the team. And my, put it, you know, I mean, my, my order is actually very different. Then I guess it's similar and different at the same time because for me, it's Yankees, Toronto, Baltimore, Tampa. And then it's going to be then the Red Sox. That's how I have it. I feel I feel Baltimore, their pitching is actually better than we think it is, or better than everyone is right now saying it is. Baltimore's going to have the element of surprise against everybody, mm-hmm. with some of their guys. But once it, once they figure once they see them and figure them out, then I think then when they have to make the adjustments, that's when you. That's what you but, see what happens. But you also have to remember right now, this season, remember the, the way the schedule is set out, it is set out so a team like them that is it's better for a team like them right now compared to previous years that they're gonna go against the whole and AL East and the whole AL East is kicking their butt. But let's be real. Right now, this is not they're not gonna have the whole NL AL East. I'm kicking their butt. It's gonna be, oh wow, look at it. We actually get to play other teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's he, a good point. Yeah, but even even with those other teams, they still got to play guys like Dodgers. They got to play the Mets. They got to play some. They got to play. They got to go around the and, league. And, and they got to play the Angels and they got to play the Athletics. <laughs> Angels are going to be good this year. I said it here first. Angels are going to be good this yeah, year. Yeah, and you, you said it here last. Cause I did. I was, is it before, I was is before, is it before or after they trade Otani? <laughs> God. <laughs> They're gonna be a dumpster fire. My trap may like they you know will. What? It's gonna happen. My trap might be okay. Like, so I want to do something. I want to do something really. We need quick. yours. We need yours, Dave. I'll I'll get back to you on. I don't know what's gonna happen. Um, that's but real quick though, IKF. <laughs> the, the one rumor that's been going around. The one rumor that's been going around has been IKF to the Dodgers for Trace Thompson. What do we think? Smoke or fire? Well, I think we spoke about it 
on the pod. If not on the pod, then definitely in a production meeting where Trace Thompson would be the type of dude that IKF would would um, would uh, come for or go for. So a uh, bunch of strikeouts, but he could play center. Um, all, all three outfield positions, um, brother of Clay Thompson. So um, he'd be an interesting dude, but not, nobody that's going to be pushing a needle just like IKF. Yeah, I'd rather have Rafael Ortega. Until I see it, it's smoke. I think okay. there's fire behind it because you get rid because it's a, it's money saving, and I think that's as I said before, that's where the Yankees are moving towards right now. It's money saving because if they need to make a move down the line, they have to make moves to clear up space. Yeah. They're not gonna they're they're not gonna play the game of okay, we're gonna take we we're going to give you X Y and Z. We're gonna give you better prospects so you can eat the money right now. Like they did two years ago with Joey Gallo and with and with Anthony Rizzo, they're not doing that again this year. And no one, I don't think teams are gonna are gonna play that game because they know they can they can hold them to the fire and say, okay, well, if you want us to take more, but if you want to, if you're gonna give us more, then we're gonna go higher end, and they're not gonna play that game. So, yeah, that's what that's that's where I think. I think that it, I think like Danny said, it's a move that it's a no, it's a nothing burger move except that it saves what four point five million dollars for the Yankees. Yeah. It just moves them a little bit further underneath the cap, and that's and that's what I think is needed to. If I think that's that's the move that Hal will, will want to have done. He'll want that move to do so they can make a second another move, which possibly could be moves just, just to start shedding salary, but to get better players coming in or young younger, more controllable players coming coming in. So there's a lot of moves that, that we're we're gonna wait for because uh, April first. You know, Hicks. If Hicks makes it to April first, then he's he's going to be here for the remainder of that contract because he's got ten five five rights. You know, and then like I said we still got the IKF and Glaber Torres sagas that will still be playing out. So, yep, that's where that stands. So, I'll believe it when it happens. Until then, whatever. Um, Who knows what happens? Like all I know is three three more <laughs> weeks. Three more weeks. That's all I know. That's it. We're at the halfway point of spring training. So um, I would say thank you for everybody for tuning in, but we had nobody in the chat tonight. So it's kind of kind of sad. We like engaging with everybody. Um, so see us live. Come talk to us. Engage with us. It makes the show better. It makes things flow. Um, everybody listening overseas, we thank you as well. Uh, if you're t- tuning in tomorrow overseas, awesome. Uh, but you know, hopefully we get over these injuries quick and our team is back to full health come, you know, mid-April. So for Danny, Alex, Mark, and Manny behind the scenes, David, Brunch, and Chachos, signing off.